0: You know, the Bass Challenge and the Trout Challenge are very similar programs. They just entail different fish. And so basically, both of them are to promote either bass or trout fishing opportunities in New Mexico and encourage anglers to branch out and discover new fishing waters and fish species that they might not have fished before. Mm
1: Happy New Year, New Mexico. James Pittman here with another edition of the New Mexico Wildlife Podcast. Well, with this being the first week of the new year, I thought that we would talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions, specifically the various challenges and programs that the department has, things like the New Mexico Bass Challenge and the New Mexico Trout Challenge, that you can then set as your own New Year's resolutions for 2022. Now a lot of these challenges were originally set up and are now monitored by the Northwest Regional Public Information Officer who is joining us today, Ross Morgan. Ross, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thanks, James. How are you today?
1: Doing good, doing good. Should be a good day. So, just so that our listeners get to know you a little bit better before we dive into these different programs and new year's resolutions, tell us a little bit about you. So, how long have you been on with Game and Fish, and what jobs have you held with the department, things like that?
0: Well, I've been on with the department for uh, 22 years. I started out as a district wildlife officer in Mountaineer. From there, I moved on to uh, big game manager. Thought I'd use a little bit of my college education, and then from there, I moved into this position, which is the public information and outreach.
1: Nice. Well, what about... Prior to Game and Fish, what were you doing then?
0: Oh, wow. Lots of things. You know, really, right out of high school, I went to work in the old field uh, from Artesia. Then went to work for my dad. He built homes in the family construction business and then kind of got pushed out and made to go to college, which was a great decision. Uh, I went to New Mexico State University and and uh, loved always being outdoors and hunting and fishing, so got into wildlife.
1: Nice. Nice. Good deal. Well, so you talked about your, your current job as the regional public information officer, the PIO. So tell us just a little bit about what that job is and, and kind of what it entails.
0: Well, I guess from a 10,000-foot view, um, information and outreach through you know different avenues, uh, regional educational programs, social media, and going to schools and, and doing programs and talks like that.
1: Nice. Nice. So your job as the PIO within Game & Fish, why is that important to wildlife management overall?
0: You know, information and outreach is, is a huge part of, of wildlife management. And the reason for that is because you have to get the word out on the different programs that are going on, the different NGOs that are out there working on habitat projects, getting other folks involved and basically letting the public know what's going on. I, I think that uh, little to no information or outreach kind of keeps people in the dark. And the more that we get the message out about what we're doing and what's going on, it's a lot better. Also working with uh, younger, younger groups of individuals, whether it's in college or it's high school or in a middle school, is basically getting them involved in what we do and maybe preparing some of them to come up and take over what we're doing and help manage the wildlife in the state of New Mexico.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Pretty, pretty rewarding job then. Absolutely. Well, so as part of your job um, in recent years, you have developed some of these different programs or challenges like the Bass Challenge and the Trout Challenge. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today or the details of these, of these different challenges and kind of the opportunity that the public has to here on the beginning of a new year kind of dive in and, and get involved. So let's go ahead and dive right into those and let's, let's talk about the Bass Challenge first. So can you tell us a little bit about what that challenge is?
0: Absolutely. You know the Bass Challenge and the Trout Challenge are very similar programs. Um, they just entail different fish. And so basically both of them are to, to promote either bass or trout fishing opportunities in New Mexico and encourage anglers to branch out and discover new fishing waters and and fish species that they might not have fished before. Like me, I, I grew up in Artesia. And so for me, fishing on the Piniasco, it was uh, rainbow trout, and occasionally maybe I catch a brook trout, But you know, there's so many different species. It's amazing. Around Artesia, we really didn't have any bass. And so coming up with these programs, especially the bass program, and I didn't even, honestly, I, you know, used to catch largemouth bass and white bass at Lake McMillan when it was around, but I never really knew, you know, about the other different types of bass species like the smallmouth bass. So I thought it was very interesting to, to put a program together or a challenge where people could actually learn about it, get out and say, hey, you know what? I had no idea there were different species of bass in New Mexico. But, uh, you know, it's really neat. It's fun. The Bass Challenge, um, you know, you're you're tasked with catching four of the bass species in New Mexico, um, the largemouth bass, the smallmouth bass, the white bass, and then the spotted bass. And, you know, historically, you know, smallmouth bass are in northern New Mexico and the northern lakes. The spotted bass is only found in one part of New Mexico, you know, the southeast down by Carlsbad. And, and occasionally you can catch one in, in a lake on the east side of the, the state, but it makes it real challenging. And it's funny, when we started this, uh, you know, Rick Torres was the first one to complete the bass challenge, and he did it in one day. He was determined to get out and do it. He, he saw it hit the website. And he took one day and drove all the way around until he caught every single patch, just so he could get his name top on the list, which was amazing. And, uh, some of the initiatives that, uh, we do or give out for this program and the trout challenge is that we, uh, obviously give a sticker. And then we started doing these challenge coins, um, which are really cool. If you get on our website, you can see a picture of these coins. But, um, once you complete the challenge. Then you get a coin, you get a certificate, and then you get a sticker that you can display anywhere you want. I'm big on sticking stickers on my just so that's probably where mine would go. But, uh, you know, as far as taking the challenge, if you get on our website under fishing, you'll see fishing challenges. To enter, basically with the bass challenge, all you're going to do is catch all four of the bass species that we've listed. Again, the spotted bass, the white bass, the largemouth bass, and the smallmouth bass. Uh, Once you've done that, then you're going to uh, send in a photo of the fish to the uh, email, which is DGF-fishingchallenges at state.nm.us, and that goes directly to me. And once that's done, and I do the verification, Again with a picture of the fish, where you caught it, what you caught it with, and a few of those things. Um, but you know, a couple things that you need to make sure that you have uh when you're competing in one of these challenges or, you know, taking one of these challenges is that make sure you've got a fishing license. That's the one you gotta have. Unless you're eleven years of age or younger, then you don't need a fishing license. Um, you're good to go in New Mexico. Um, you need to provide your customer identification number and if you've got a fishing license then you you obviously have that again and then of course the photo of the fish and the body of water was taken and if if you don't have email access and and i know there's a lot of folks out there that don't you can email those to dgf fishing challenges to our albuquerque office at 7816 alamo road northwest here in albuquerque and and uh, we'll get it taken care of there too but no pre-registration is required there's no time limit on completing this challenge or the other ones. Go out if you want to do it in two days, one day, or take the whole year. Then hey, you can do that. I mean, it's open to anybody, uh, residents and non-residents. So if you happen to be a non-resident, we've had a lot of a lot of anglers that have uh, completed the trout challenge that are non-residents again, being part of that Western States Trout Initiative where they're going out and trying to catch a trout you know, in every single state. We do encourage catch and release. You know, you're more than welcome to take one home and eat them. I do that every now and then. Lakes and waters that you can fish on, uh, public lakes, public waters. Class A lakes and other waters that are privately stocked are excluded from these challenges. Uh, Obviously, we want you out trying to catch these species in, in public waters. On the website, we have a complete list of the fish, uh, some of the places you can catch them, a list of the official rules. Um, if you catch a fish, you're going to get uh, you're going to get listed on that website, and you actually get put on what we call the the Hall of Fame, the the bass fishing Hall of Fame or the the trout fishing Hall of Fame, and and the pictures we post on there too. It's really great to to get these pictures back to see how excited everybody is about catching these
1: fish and being a part of the challenge nice nice sounds like a really cool program just some follow-up questions on that so you mentioned there's no time limit on the challenge so if I started taking the challenge this week and let's say I catch a fish this week and December rolls around and I haven't caught all the fish yet there's no time limit to complete it within a year or anything like that then
0: yeah absolutely not just uh you know if it if it takes you two years to get out and do it, that's perfectly fine. Once you've, once you've caught all the fish, then submit them all at the same time. It's, uh, it's hard to have one fish sent and then another fish and, and trying to keep all that data in a, in a system. It's, it's easier for us is when you complete the challenge, send them all in at once. That way we can verify them and, and get you your stuff out. But, yeah, yeah no time frame. Um, to be honest with you, I've uh, caught every single one of the trout species in New Mexico. Um, One of them was on a uh, private ranch. So, uh, unfortunately, (laughs) I can't use that one, so I need to get out. And it's been since this thing started, and it's pushed me to get out to places I've never been. And, you know, Gila trout are amazing fish, and I've never been down there. But, you know, me and my wife and my in-laws all jumped in the truck and made it day trip down to willow creek just so we could all catch the gila trout and it was you know it was a great day to get out and enjoy family and and do something we haven't done before
1: yeah it seems like it's it's an opportunity to get out and try some new places that that you've never been along those lines though you are limited to new mexico right i I can't catch a bass in texas and then submit it for for this challenge
0: yeah, that's correct. It, it does have to be a, a water in New Mexico, a public water in New
1: Mexico. Yes, sir. So we talked about that there's no time limit on completing the challenge. What about going back in time the other way? If I caught a largemouth bass five years ago, does does that count for this challenge?
0: You know, that's a, that's a great question, something I probably should have covered previously. But the bass challenge uh, we started... September 16th of 2020. So any fish caught prior to September 16th, 2020 will not and cannot be used as a part of this challenge. Uh, The challenge is, is to, you know, get people out and fishing now. So we want you to get out there and try to catch that fish again. And kudos for you if you caught these fish, you know, five years ago. I know I did, and there's some that I would like to use, but we really... Um, we're we're striving to get people out right now and, and, and do the fishing challenge now.
1: Nice. Nice. So again, a, a good opportunity to get out, maybe fish some areas you've never been to before and try to see how many different bass species you can get within a certain time period.
0: Absolutely. Or maybe you haven't fished in three years and you've been looking for an excuse to get back to that honey hole that used to fish all the time. Um, maybe, family's got in the way or something, you know, you've got wife and kids now and things have changed. Hey, load up the family on the weekend. Take your son, daughter, and your wife out there and, uh, and show them your old honey hole and and everybody catch a fish.
1: Good deal. Good deal. Well, we've kind of covered the bass challenge pretty extensively. You talked quite a bit about the trout challenge overlap. There is overlap between those two programs. But let's dive a little bit into the trout challenge and, and talk about some of the differences there. So, obviously, the species are different. So, what, uh, what species do you have to, to catch to complete the New Mexico trout challenge?
0: So, the bass challenge is four fish. The trout challenge has stepped up a little bit. That's five fish. You've got to catch the native Rio Grande cutthroat trout, the Gila trout, the rainbow trout, the brown trout, and the brook trout. And, uh, you know, honestly, I thought the hardest one for me to catch was going to be the Gila trout. But, you know, I, I think the brook trout is probably the hardest fish to catch. They're found in those little small streams, you know, in, in northern New Mexico and some other places. But, you know, Cabresto Creek up above uh, Cuesta is a really great place to catch those brook trout. So, you know, it's, it's definitely more challenge. There's more fish. I think, honestly, now that I look back, Probably the Rio Grande Cutthroat and the Gila were the, the two easiest to catch. Cutthroat trout are native fish, so there's lots of places that we have those. And then the Gila trout, there's been several different streams down in southwest New Mexico. Some of them take a long hike in, and some of them, like Willow Creek, you can drive right to. And, you know, there's no size limit on these fish. If you catch a Gila trout that's four inches or three inches, then use that. We're, you know, we're, we're not here to... uh brag about how big of a fish we caught we're here to kind of say hey you know what i i did it i got out on my own and i caught the five different trout species in the trout program in new mexico and it was really cool you know if you if you see the fish i submitted for the healer trout i'm telling you right now it would fit in the palm of my hand but hey i caught one
1: <laughs> <laughs> and same same goes for the bass challenge as well absolutely yeah just remember you know some places when you get into
0: cutthroat trout and Gila trout, as far as restrictions, um, how many you can keep, bass have size limits. So you need to make sure that when you catch those bass, if you're going to uh, release them back into water, make sure that you uh, do it the right way and make sure that you abide by, you know, all the other rules and regulations when you're out fishing bag limits, you know, size limits and tackle restrictions and things like that all of those still apply when you're doing a part
1: of this challenge or being a part of this challenge. Good advice. Good advice. So, so back to the, the trout challenge. So it's, it's basically the same challenge with five species of trout instead of the four of bass. What about the, the prizes? Is there anything different there? Different, different coin, things like that?
0: You know, it is a different coin. We got a different coin and a different sticker for the trout challenge and and the trout challenge has by far been you know, our most popular challenge. The first year in 2020, when we started this challenge, so basically kind of like the bass challenge, uh, no trout caught before January one, 2020 can be used as part of this challenge. But our very first year, we had a hundred over a hundred and fifty completions. Wow, which is amazing lots of entries uh lots of people you know just being a part of it and and there's several people if you get on there and look they're on here several times i mean they just they love it so much that hey i want to get out there get out there and complete it you know again it's just fun getting out and changing and moving. but but yeah same thing sorry to get off track there a little saying you're going to get a certificate saying that you uh completed the new mexico trout challenge you're gonna get a coin and then you're also gonna get a sticker. So it's kind of another incentive. Uh you know these coins are pretty cool, pretty neat to have and and you know I always say they're they're big and they're neat. Hey if you're a golfer too, use that as your ball mark and then you know you might you might key up somebody else's interest in going, Hey, what is that? How do I get one of those? So
1: For sure. For sure. And along the lines of rules, you kind of touched on them there, similar to the Bass Challenge. And I think that was a good point that you made. There's no limit on the number of times that you can complete this then.
0: No, you can, if you want to do it 20 times, I'd be glad. You know, we probably ought to start a challenge on on who's completed it the most. (laughs) Nice. But uh, I think, honestly, James, for, for most people, this is just it gives them another reason to get out and enjoy nature and wildlife and, and enjoy New Mexico. I mean, New Mexico has such a vast amount of public land and fishing waters that a lot of people didn't even know about. And so this is a great way to for people to, to learn about those fishing waters.
1: For sure. For sure. And I assume same way to participate, go to the website?
0: Same exact thing. Go to fishing challenges uh, you'll click on there at the very top um, you're going to email your catches to dgf-fishing challenges at state.nn.us. again if you don't have that ability if you don't have the internet ability or you don't have an email or you just want to mail the pictures in then you can do that as well and again it's at the bottom of the page it's uh, dgf fishing challenges and then our albuquerque office at 7816 alamo road northwest in albuquerque but again, same rules apply. Again, there's no pre-registration, no time limit, nothing. Just get out, enjoy it, have a good time. And when you've caught all five of those fish, send them in, we'll verify them, and we will uh we'll get you your certificate and stuff out.
1: It's a pretty cool coin, honestly. I mean it's about the size of a silver dollar.
0: Yeah, it is. It's pretty it's stamped on both sides. One side has the uh Trout Challenge on it, and the other side has New Mexico Game and Fish and the Bearhead. So, so pretty neat, pretty pretty unique coin we we've come up with, and and I, I just think it's another great incentive for folks to get out and you know something, it's a conversation starter. You know when you're out walking around or fishing, say, hey, you got one of these yet? Kind of cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, while we're talking Trout Challenge, you had mentioned earlier the, the Western Native Trout Challenge that went live after our trout challenge right but that's another opportunity if if folks want to get out and fish more that's another challenge and if you complete our challenge then you've kind of got a lot of the the fish that you need right
0: yeah that's right you know the the cool thing about the western native trout challenge is if you go to their website they got a fish maps which is really cool and it has every state on there like if you you want to click on montana you click on montana and it's going to show you where you can find that Yellowstone cutthroat, um, where they stock them in the lakes or the West Slope cutthroat trout stock lakes. It'll show you all that. And, and it's really, really cool. It'll help you, too. If you go to New Mexico, same thing. Boom. It shows you the waters uh, where the Gila trout is stocked. And it also shows you the waters where the New Mexico um, real Grand cutthroat trout is stocked. So it's, it's a great tool even if you want to go fishing in New Mexico and find
1: out
0: where those uh, native fish are being stocked.
1: Good deal. Well, we've kind of covered the challenges, and like you had mentioned, these are challenges for species, not necessarily size. And so let's kind of move into size challenges. So you also have a challenge called the Master Angler Award. The Master Angler Award is... Actually this has been
0: around for a while. Um I didn't I didn't even know about it until I started getting into it and we've had a few people complete it every year, but we just started keeping track in 2020 and uh we kind of changed it and updated it a little bit and then again we built a coin for it as well. But the uh the Master Angler program is basically we have a list of almost every single fish in New Mexico what we call a game fish. In New Mexico, with size limits. So, if they have a required minimum length by inches by species, so largemouth bass, the minimum required length is 20 inches. So, if you catch a largemouth bass and it is at least 20 inches, then you could submit that application into us. And we're going to ask you, a, of course, a lot of different information on this with your name and everything, the species, uh, obviously. We're going to want to witness with this one—a picture of, you know, your fish next to a a ruler or something—the the weight, the circumference, and a few other things—and then we'll get it posted on our on our website as well. But all those species, anywhere from a bass to a long-nosed gar, is listed on here. Last year, kokanee salmon was was really popular, and uh, and so we had a lot of those posted. But a lot of them are. And and very interesting is that we have more people compete in the trout challenge than the bass challenge. But when it comes to this uh, New Mexico Master Angler Program, we have more warm water species like white bass, crappie, yellow perch, and, uh, you know, some of the more warm water fish posted in this one. And so it's really cool. I mean, last year we had salmon, catfish, Pike, bass, trout, crappie, yellow perch. We have pretty much every bit of it. And so it's neat to see people get out and fishing. And this is just another way of, hey, if you're going to be out fishing and you catch a really, you know, a good sized fish, I mean, 18 inches is really big for a smallmouth. I mean, 20 inches is good for a largemouth. We want to throw that up on the website and, and send you a coin and a certificate and say, hey, congratulations on your catch.
1: And like you said, it, it sounds like it covers pretty much all the species in New Mexico. So go to our website for those size limits.
0: Yes. Um, so same thing under fishing challenges. Um, if you go to New Mexico Master Angler, it's listed down there. There's a there's a copy of the official rules under there, and you really not a whole lot of rules other than again, um, you just need to meet or exceed those size limits that are listed in the table and abide by the fishing rules and regulations. You know, if you're these, obviously, if you catch these fish, they're within the size limit to keep. So you can keep them again. We always, you know, I'm a, I'm a catch and release guy. I like to catch and release and let somebody else do it. Um, But, you know, crappie, if I catch a crappie, I'm probably going to take it home. Those are pretty good eating fish. Those are good eating. Um, I like those a little (laughs) better. I like those a little better, you know, than eating a trout. So, so I'm going to keep those, but, if you go and you you wonder why we didn't include the lake trout you know in the in the trout challenges that the the lake trout isn't actually a trout although they call it the lake trout it's not actually in the trout family so we did that and then also on the bass the striped bass when you get into striped bass you want to make this as fair and equitable for everybody as you can and not everybody has the ability to go down and catch a striped bass sometimes it requires a guide downriggers in a boat on elephant butte. So we wanted to make it and same thing with lake trout. We, we just wanted to make it, you know, easier for folks to complete the challenge and, uh, and have a good time doing it.
1: Nice. Nice. But if you catch one of those, then you can get recognized under the master angler awards if it meets or exceeds the size limit.
0: Absolutely. So basically James, if you catch a fish in New Mexico, it can either be a part of a cha- one of the challenges. It can either be could be a record fish in New Mexico or it could be a part of the uh, master angler. So get on the webpage and check these out. Print off this uh you know, the official rules with the links and uh, next time you're out there fishing and you catch a you know, a walleye and you measure it and it's twenty six inches, well by golly, take a picture of it, verify it, send it to us and we'll send you a certificate and a coin you know we're that's pretty that's an accomplishment you know to to catch a fish of that size you know and especially in new mexico so we want to reward you and and let everybody know that that those kinds of fish are out there and people are catching them
1: for sure for sure again good incentives to uh to get out you had mentioned there record fish and so i'd like to talk about that next i think that you know, if, if, if I get out and I work really hard, I'm, I could complete the trout challenge. I could complete the bass challenge. And if I have a really good day, I could get the master angler award in one of those species and, and have those three coins. But I feel like that record fish award, that coin is probably the cream of the crop, the hardest to get. So, so tell us a little bit about, about that.
0: Yeah. And you're hundred percent right on that. You know, If you go in and look at the list of our current record fish, you know, a lot of these fish are going back to 1983, 1963, the bluegill um, caught out of Lovington Lake in 1963 as the record bluegill. So you can see some of these are tough to break. Now, we did have two fish within the past few years. One was the spotted bass, which Thomas Thorny caught um, in 2019. And last year, Mark Casillas caught a whopper of a state-record kokanee salmon, and it was 5 pounds exactly, and it was 22 inches. So, I mean, that's a great kokanee salmon. And it wasn't spawning. It wasn't snag. It wasn't anything. It was it was caught with a fish and lures.
1: So you've really got a range of challenges here, from something that you can get some gear and go out and complete a bass challenge or a trout challenge, you don't have to be a experienced angler. And then we and then as you go, the challenges get harder. And so the, the hardest challenge then would be to break one of these records and get that, that record fish coin. But you know, is it really? <laughs> if you look at it, and this is the
0: way I see it, if you're gonna be out there fishing, I don't think that Mark or Thomas went out there looking to catch the new state record. It just happened, right? Yeah. I think it comes with being out there, finding the good spots, finding where the fish are. And you know what? Eventually, if you booger that one big fish enough, you know, to where it comes up and it bites your lure, I think, you know, there's a lot of skill involved, but there's still a lot of luck involved. I don't go out every time looking to to catch a big fish, but sometimes I catch some really nice fish, and and that just makes it even funner and better. My gosh, man, and what if you latch on to the record fish? That's even
1: better. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. It could happen to anyone at any time, but not if you're sitting on your couch.
0: That's right. And you are correct. It is harder because, you know, catching a record fish in New Mexico doesn't happen very often. Like I say, the last one was 2019, and prior to that, I believe it was like 2012. So so they don't come around very often, but they do come around. It does happen that one fish so it is hard but hey if you got luck on your side that day and you do catch that state record fish well I don't know maybe you want to go buy a lottery ticket too.
1: (laughs) Well everything we've talked about has been fishing challenges and within that you had mentioned uh, utilizing our weekly fishing reports you had mentioned the map on the website of the western native trout challenge um, and using that to your advantage so what are What are some other resources that folks can use that are planning to go out and participate in some of these challenges here in New Mexico?
0: Again, the fishing reports are great. We're taking that information from anglers and district officers and putting the best information we can out there. The weekly stocking reports are another one. You know exactly where we've just stocked those fish and say you need to catch a rainbow trout, you can get on, look at that stocking report and it's going to tell you, hey, we just stocked Tingley Beach. Run down to Tingley, or we just stocked the Hamas. Go to the Hamas. Another great thing that we have is the fishing conditions and trip planner. If you haven't seen that, definitely, definitely get on there and take a look at that. That'll help you out. If you're on any social media platforms, say Facebook or, or Instagram or something like that, you can join some of these angling groups you know like trout fishermen of new mexico or something like that and and they're going to post on there i mean these guys are pretty secretive um and gals are pretty secretive about their hot spots but they're always willing to help new anglers out or somebody that hasn't caught a fish i will i could if you call me i'll i'll tell you exactly where you can go to catch every single one of these fish i mean um it's no hidden secret for me and for me i think it's great just to get somebody out new to to catch one of these species so so those are, those are great places to look at those social media platforms, or even our website. There's just a plethora of information out there. Keep an eye on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, um, we're always posting this stuff on there as well.
1: Yeah, good advice. Good advice. Well, everything we've talked about, again, has revolved around phishing. But I feel like there's a couple other topics that we should just hit on briefly um, if we're talking about setting New Year's resolutions. So one of those, here later this month, the big game draw is going to open again. And so we do have some incentives for applying early. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, we do, um, which is really, really cool. Um, We did this last year. And so we have many different sponsors like Sportsman's Warehouse, Onyx. Everybody knows who Onyx is. It's the mapping system that tells you public versus private. Game on Outdoors, Federal, Archery Shop here in Albuquerque, Hunt, New Mexico, Surf and Turf, R&S Kawasaki, and Majestic Enchantment. If you're going to apply for this, for the 2022 and 23 big game draw, I used to be one of those guys that kind of waited to the last minute. But if you uh, if you apply early now, you get that extra incentive. To qualify for this, all you got to do is apply online before 5 p.m. on March 9th. So you have from January to March. I mean, that's that's still a long time to apply, and yeah. that's still what we're calling an early application. You need to provide a valid email address and and check the box that allows us to contact you via email. Uh, The reason for that is that um, we want to let you know about current information and also whether maybe you won one of these prizes. But the drawing is going to take place with the big game draw, and the winners will be contacted after the draw results are announced. So what are we giving away? You know, some of our sponsors, Sportsman's Warehouse, giving away a frame pack. So if you've always wanted one of those frame packs, maybe you need one this year because you're... Pretty sure you're going to draw that 16B wilderness elk hunt. You need something to pack your elk out with. Well, there you go. I like to be optimistic.
1: Man, if you win both of those, <laughs> um, buy a lottery ticket.
0: Exactly. Um, you know, others are or, or gift certificates. You know, the archery shop, Hunt New Mexico, Surf and r and RNS. Gift certificates are great in my mind because there might be something that I need, and I, I got the money to go get it. I believe that Onyx is giving away three premium packages. Uh, that's all—all all 50 states. So you'll get a year subscription to that. Wow! And then I believe they're going to give everybody that applies early a discount. Nice. So definitely go in there and check that out. It's definitely, definitely worth applying early. And like I say, what's the deadline?
1: March 16th.
0: All right. So March 16th is that deadline. So all you got to do is apply seven days before the deadline and you get put in for some of these really cool incentives. So, uh,
1: might be a new year's resolution I can actually stick to. Right. (laughs) I mean, now I'm one of those guys that applies early. I'd,
0: I'd like to jump on there. And the reason being is that, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, of course we don't have, we have a great computer system, um, but we don't have a, NASA super supercomputer system so you got to imagine let's kind of look at this you got a two inch pipe and you got a five inch ball it's not going to go in there so <laughs> when you have everybody <laughs> when you have everybody applying at the very last minute it really bogs that computer down so for me i want to get it done and and get it out of the way i you know you know getting those applications in early doesn't only help you to prevent from not being able to um, to put in because you forgot or it got bogged down, but it also helps us too because you know it it takes a lot of stress off of us which we don't mind. I mean we're here for for the customer. We're we're gonna we're gonna work our tail off until five o'clock on the sixteenth and make sure we can get as many people applied as we can. But we'd rather you get in early and and not go through the stress of that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And and one of the the things you mentioned there, you were talking about getting the application in on your computer. And I think that's another good point. So if you call in and have us do it, even if it's early, that, that, that doesn't really count for the incentives, right?
0: No, um, you know, it has to be online and it and it has to be early. So the reason being is we have no way of really tracking that. And instead of inundating the phones, we want people to apply online and that's another incentive to get folks to apply online and uh, take some of the stress off of everything else by by doing it online. So so yeah, got to provide that email address. But you know another thing is you know outside of that, if you're going to apply and you don't have a computer, you know you you can apply by phone. You can call our call center and, and apply there. One thing that's that's very important to understand is that we may be on the phone with you. Say you wait to apply until March 16th. Okay. At 5 p.m., the computer system shuts down. So if I'm on the phone with you and we're three-quarters of the way through your application and 5 o'clock yet, it will not take that application. Same way with applying on the computer. It shuts it down. It's, that's just the way the computer set up. It's the way it's set up to make sure that it's fair for everybody by everybody getting that hard deadline.
1: But like you said, you've got basically mid-January to March to make that happen and and a lot of that time if you do it online in your own account that qualifies you to be considered for these incentives from our sponsors
0: that's right and and a big shout out to our sponsors for doing this I mean they don't have to do it you know but they're they're part of the hunting industry and and they think it's great that people are getting out there so not a better way to reward our hunters you know for, for getting out there and doing
1: things early. Absolutely. Well, along those lines of applying for the draw, so um, as most folks are aware, there are hunter education requirements for that, and so I kind of wanted to talk just quickly on that. That also kind of ties into our New Year's resolution discussion, uh, because you can complete a student course if you don't have hunter education and want to put in for the draw, and If you're an experienced hunter and you want to become a a hunter education instructor or a bow hunter education instructor, you can do that too, right? So can you tell us a little bit about those programs?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in New Mexico, uh, no one under the age of 18 years of age may hunt with a firearm without first possessing a certificate proven that he or she has passed hunter education. So in order to purchase a game hunting license, which covers small game with rifle, you have to have hunter education in New Mexico. And so many different ways that that you can do this, you can go online, we've made avenues available online. Um, If you rather take it in person, which a lot of folks do, if you go to our website um, and click under the education and then go under the hunter education tab, then it'll give you a list of courses and how to register for these classes. So first thing you do is uh, you're going to review the course schedule and the types. And then the next thing you've got to do, if you haven't done so, is create a customer identification number account. So basically, puts you in the system. And again, that's how you, you'll you be in the system when you go to apply and do everything like that. And then when you go down, you can scroll down the bottom of the page. We have a Hunter Bowhunter education course list. And And you know what? Just within the past month, we have started going back to some in-class learning. So if that's what you've been waiting for, this is a perfect time to get out and do it. Now, there's going to be some COVID guidelines as far as, you know, social distancing and wearing masks and things like that. But I've already been a part of one of these field days, which is a one-day class. Um, There are two-day classes, but everything went great. Everything went fine, And, and it worked perfectly, and honestly, it's really nice to get out and be able to do this stuff in person. But I know Bertolillo County has some classes scheduled. Uh, Don Yanni County, Eddy County, pretty much, you know, down through San Juan. If you get on there and you're looking for a class, say you live in Lincoln County and there's no classes at this time, well, hey, there's one in Eddy County in Artesia, which is just right down the hill. So you might want to apply for that class and shoot down there for the weekend while we get try to back into it if if that doesn't work then you can go online and 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 take that class as well but uh definitely anybody under the age 18 has to have hunter education in new mexico now what if you're from texas and you took hunter education when you lived in texas that works uh reciprocity with with all 50 states uh new mexico has so if you have a hunter education class somewhere else that will work for new mexico
1: Nice, nice. Well, well. What about the the folks that maybe took hunter education and really enjoyed it, or they're wanting to to give back a little bit and share their knowledge of hunting and and things like that? How do you become an instructor for these for these programs?
0: Man, that's a that's a great question. And you know, um, we can always use we. We couldn't do this without our volunteer base in hunter education. Both bowl and regular hunter education, because, uh, I mean, we just, there's so many classes that have to be taught, and without the help of these instructors, we couldn't get it done. But um, again, if, if you go to our website, there's a tab, um, I believe it says hunter education instructor. Um, if you would like to give back, want to become a hunter education instructor, uh, give us a call. Um, you can do it online, or you can give us a call, and we'll walk you through it, but If you go down under the first thing you're going to do is submit on the volunteer application and background check you'll click on that you're going to fill that out um, and then you're going to view and complete the pre-workshop training so once your background comes back good your application is completed then you go to these pre-workshop trainings and these trainings are uh, they're also listed online where the availability is um, say you've been a hunter ed instructor before, but but you've let it lapse. It's been, you know, ten years and you'd like to get back into it. Hey, come and take it again to uh, take our instructor, refresher, and reactivation training. Get back into it. We'd we'd love to we'd love to have you there and love to have you teaching and helping these kids because without our volunteers it'd be really tough to get this stuff done in New Mexico, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure really appreciate the time that that people put into this well ross i I think we've kind of covered a lot of different options for new year's resolutions i think i'm going to try to complete the the trout challenge i've been saying that since it came out but i think i think 2022 is my (laughs) year
0: you know what's funny is that i've i've caught every single fish except for the the brook trout and i need to just run up there and do it'll give me an excuse to get out but Maybe that'll be one of my resolutions, but I'm one of those guys that says, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day, and then it's always tomorrow. It's always tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> my New Year's resolution is not procrastinate as much this year.
1: <laughs> That's a good one.
0: I was just going to put this out there. If, uh, if you have any questions about any of these challenges, don't be afraid to give me a call. Uh, number's 505 222 4707 out of Albuquerque. If you have any questions about any of these challenges, where to go to catch a fish, give me a call. I'd, I'd love to help you out. I'll, I'll give you all the information I can uh, just so we can get you out there enjoying it and having fun.
1: Good deal. Well, Ross, we really appreciate that. We're about out of time, but really appreciate you joining us. and looping us in on these different fishing challenges and the other possibilities for new year's resolutions here in new mexico and just appreciate your time
0: yeah thank you james uh,
1: have a great day you too And thank you all for tuning in and listening today be sure and check out our other episodes and subscribe to the monthly newsletters have a great year this year and get outside and enjoy all the outdoor recreation opportunities that new mexico has to offer we'll see you next time